Oh, snap. It is fuckboy time. I mean, podcast time. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm procrastinating right now. So, oh, I want to use... I want to use better words. I have finished the outline of episode three. And by outline, I have the music all scored out. I've got the transitions created. I also was able to port all of the text from Scrivener and then break it into the various sections and then load that all together on my development site so I can make sure I know what I'm doing. And that's where I'm at. So I did that part. Yay! Soft clap for Tyler. I was excited. Most of it looked pretty good. I'm now in the mammoth undertaking of going through the text in each section and formatting it, adding the different color schemes, the font sizing, the alignments, the dialogue. I haven't really talked about what I go through on that part of it. It is fun for me in that it is very arduous, but I enjoy tasks like that it forces me to have this left brain right brain in one hand I'm just in formatting adding line breaks adding div classes making sure I'm using the appropriate color for the appropriate character based on what world they're in as I'm doing that which is more of an autopilot thing for me I'm also reading the text and starting to realize things that needed adjusting. <laughs> uh, one thing that was really cool, I'm almost through the first pass and I'm at section five, which is a very, if this were, usually I write in three act structures, but ultimately this would be like a two act structure where it's the climax point and Rufus is discussing. And halfway through the scene, I kind of meander and I go on this long, where I'm very colorful and flowery. And I realized that if I just cut all of that extraneous dialogue and exposition in the second half of that section, it moves really nicely. It's got this cool cadence. These are the types of things that usually get addressed when I'm in the editing phase. The one problem I am having with it is the realization that I will finish episode three I will put it up on the site. I will do a full read through. I'll do everything that I've done with episodes one and two. But then right after that, I'm going back and I'm going to weave episode one, two, and three all together into one omni episode, which I enjoy. I enjoy this process of episode one, two, three, fully vetted, and then going through a massive reweaving editing process in multiple episodes I've discussed my fears of inadequacy <laughs> my critiques on myself have been fairly harsh I feel like I feel that being able to weave these three episodes together further gives me the umph for another pass without feeling like it's just another pass and I'm hoping that when I weave all three of these episodes together into one episode, both with music 
and with the writing itself. I am hoping that this will unhinge some of my anxieties about this project and hopefully shed light on how the future will look. I'll probably do the same thing where I'll write three episodes separate and then weave them together. I can't say for certain since I haven't weaved the first three yet, but I am enjoying how this process is. It also allows me to accentuate the more action or it allows me to weave them together and edit out the extraneous elements of the dialogue and the exposition that I feel just kind of weigh it down, give it a little bit of a burden. So hopefully, optimism, <laughs> it'll work out. That, that's where I'm at with these with episode three and hopefully the concatenation of episodes one, two, and three. I'm also doing this podcast because clearly I'm procrastinating. I think we've, we've discussed the subject matter in episode three is very heavy. If you want a full recounting of how heavy it is, just listen to the previous episode. Uh, I don't think I have the emotional fortitude to discuss that in too much detail. I am technically, I'm finally, uh, technically, this is my lunch break um, from my day job. I don't really have lunch breaks because my schedule is at the mercy of all these fashion companies that I implement into the software. And I just had one account that was really heavy and really wore down my soul. So on my lunch break, I may or may not have taken in aid <laughs> to assess, to assist with my anxieties. I think I don't need to say anything more. Anyone that's listening to this episode, fully aware of what I'm talking about. And there is an irony in all of this. My, my best friend, I've been best friends with him for 20 years now because I met him when I was like in my, when I was 20, I wasn't even 21 yet. And now I will be 40 in less than two months. Party Tyler. <laughs> yep. Yep. You can wait email. That's the, that's anyway, my best friend's in, he was in town for the day. He's actually, he has to go visit other friends and do this whole whirlwind tour. Ultimately he'll come back to New York city on Monday and then I'll get him for most of the week until he leaves on Thursday, which is great because I was able to take two days off from work, Tuesday and Wednesday, which ties into all this perfectly. Um, it's been, but I got a little bit of a preamble taste. He and I had dinner last night before he had to get back on the train. He lives in San Diego, which is my old stomping ground. And it's actually where we first met 20 years ago which is a story in and of itself. In fact, in episode three, the last traumatic scene, that happened probably about two months before I met Michael. So 
that to give context of what an important figure Michael is, it's important to note that two months after all of the craziness that happens in episode three with the bears at the bar and rape, um, before all of, after all of that, that's when I met Michael, which it wasn't like I came out of that unscathed. <laughs> I'm st- I was still a mess, but one of the reasons I've never completely gone off the edge to the point where I would be homeless and starving and everything would be over is in most part, not even large part, most part due to my best friend, Michael, who is, he's a little bit older than I am. He's not much older. I'll leave it at that. He's, he's not much older, but he's been around the block. He actually is one of the reasons that inspired me to get into the whole ERP business since he used to do ERP. It's the supply chain software that I do for fashion companies. So I do owe Michael quite considerable amount of, of gratitude and just everything, which is why it's great to see him, have him back. I haven't seen him since the pandemic. I think last time I saw him was back in 2019. So, so I'm looking forward to that. In other news, my aunt, who I've not seen since I was 21, so that would be like 19 years. I've not seen my my aunt in... Oh, wait, that is not true. I saw my aunt when I was still friends with Max. And you're going to go, who is Max? And that's a whole other long story. Um, a transgender friend that I was in the Navy with. And then we had a falling out when I last saw my aunt because Max came with me to Arizona to crash at my grandma's horse ranch because we needed a break from the world. And then shit got real. And basically Max wanted to be romantically entangled with me. And I just, yeah, that was an awkward... And then truths were told, and then we fell out. Anyway, so that would have been like four or five years later, probably five, five or six. So maybe I haven't seen my aunt in like in about 10 years. Anyway, she's got a new husband, and she is out here with her new husband, and they are staying in New York City, and so I'm having dinner with them tomorrow night. It's crazy. These past couple of weeks have been such an intense whirlwind between getting episode three and all of the emotional blech and dealing with that to, oh, and then I've got a song mix update. I have Jessen still working. He put together a first pass of the mix, which I thought sounded amazing. But you know me, I had some notes. <laughs> he seemed to take the notes really well. So he's already working on mix two, which hopefully I'll have something to hear tomorrow. Um, and I think that if he takes those notes seriously, maybe only two passes are needed. I know that he's got it scheduled. He's on a four-pass system, which is weird because a lot of the mixers I've worked with in the past, usually after their second pass, they get 
they usually like, oh, that's it. So, but this guy has up to four. I think that after the second pass, he probably is going to nail it. Anyway, welcome to Tangents. This is why I'm using a fancy mic. Maybe there's um, a little ASMR in there, although my voice can be rather grating at times when I'm not controlling it. I'm a mess and you're a mess with me because you're listening to this, which means you're crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway, so aunt, I haven't seen in forever. That entire family. I haven't seen my entire family. I have not seen in forever. And if you've listened to one of these, uh, podcast episodes or you've already read any of Charlie Infinite clearly I have tremendous issues with my mother and a colossal falling out and I just yeah so having my aunt in town my aunt was always the cool one she was the one that to me as a kid she would like she went to Africa it's a country, I don't know which country, but she went to Africa at one point just for a week vacation. And I remember her coming back and getting me one of these African hats, uh, the ones that are, doesn't have a lid, but it's got a bit of a top to it. it it's the thing you would see in like coming to America. And I am this little white boy in Iowa, I'm probably like seven eight years old and you could not keep me from wearing that fucking hat i love that hat i look back on it and i'm very glad there are no pictures of me in that hat (laughs) because that would be problematic at best uh i'm sorry so yeah my my aunt i always looked up to i loved her at the time like her sense of independence her coolness. She's vegan. She used to support PETA. As I've gotten older and I've become more metropolitan, I I think that I've, I don't, I don't want to say, it's not about being better or worse. I think my experience set has shown me the world in a different way or through a different perspective than the same world that my aunt inhabits. And so I am curious for this dinner to see how this goes, to see if this turns into a woke off. I think my boyfriend is terrified of what this dinner might hold, which I do not blame him for because I myself have no idea what's in store for us in this magical adventure. But we're here and Tomorrow night, we're doing it. My aunt was all like, oh, should I meet you at your place? And then we can walk to dinner, which I would normally not think is a terrible idea. But I think out of respect, I know that in talking to Aaron about it, there was some... We weren't very comfortable with it just because I haven't seen these people. I've never met her husband and I haven't seen her in years. And Aaron only knows the horrible shit I went through as a kid. So complicated, complicated, but we'll get by. We will figure this out. So my aunt's coming into town. My best friend popped in for a night and now he's coming back on Monday. So I have a whole week with him next week. 
episode three, like I said, and then I've got the song I'm mixing. And on top of all of this, my day job in the fashion software is fucking nutso. Everyone is just, ugh. It, there's this one massive account. I finally did my job, so it's time for me to move on to the three other accounts I have to implement. And this account just finally realized, oh, Tyler's wrapping up. And because I'm so hands-on, and especially in an implementation, you're like, you are in constant contact with them every day. They're now realizing that that contact is going away and they are going to what we call regular support. So they have been driving me absolutely batty. It has not been a fun experience. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to lose my damn mind, but we're getting through it. I feel that my team at work, I love them, but I feel they're also kind of like, uh, we don't want to deal with this. <laughs> I think all of them are just like, no, no, we're good. We're, we're good. Tyler's got this. So my hope is I can get this account fully out the door and off my plate by the end of this week which is an arbitrary deadline I've set for myself, not one that I'm going to communicate with anyone outright, but I need to be done with them. Like any relationship, at a certain point, either you die or it gets old. Although it was funny because there's this running joke because the account, the owner is kind of this like, anyway, it's this like older woman that's just, you know, and so we've been running around with jokes and so my my uh one of my colleagues is like oh i'm gonna cover grandma's face with a pillow and then i responded with pulls out the battery in her meta alert bracelet no one will hear you fall and for some reason the no one will hear you fall it's like that is a bright eyes song i should do something with that and now I'm saying it in this podcast so that I can put it into the world. I will do a song where at some point in the song, it will go, no one will hear you when you fall. There's something very bleak and terrifying about that. Not going to lie. Oh, sorry. I'm moving my boom mic. I'm a mess. OMG. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> Oh, a couple of updates on the music for episode three. I was taking the advice and techniques I learned and, and heard through Alex Conroy, who is the engineer at Bunker Studios. If you are in the New York City area or New York State, even adjacent area, and you need to record, I cannot recommend Bunker enough. Bunker Studios is an amazing studio. I think the smaller room runs me 800 for a 10-hour day, which for a full 10-hour day, 800 is not a lot of money, especially in New York. I think they also have half days. Half day would be like, I think it's like 450 or 500. And then you get the engineer. So if you do book with Bunker Studios, make sure to ask for Alex Conroy because hands down best, I would trust him with my life. 
I know he originally was supposed to mix the track, but as we kind of talked about, and I think it might have come off a little snarky in that last episode. I really need to work on that, but he just, he's super slammed. He's booked for the month, and that's when I had the opportunity to test out the engineers.com website, Engine Ears. It's actually, this site is to find mixers, so if you have a track and you need it professionally mixed, um, they have really good mixers on there, although the really good ones are 1,500 for a track usually. Justin was only 400, so I consider that a steal, but... Anyway, that's how I'm communicating and working with Justin, which is a new experience for both of us. So it's been entertaining (laughs) and we're getting through it, but hopefully it'll be done and I'll be so eager to hear it. And I went on a tangent, but yes, Bunker Studios, go to Bunker Studios. They're in, um, they're off the Lorimer stop on the L train in Brooklyn. Super, super convenient, very easy to get there dirt cheap. If you do book with them, make sure to ask for Alex Conroy as your engineer. Um, And the studio I was in to do my work was Studio B. So it's the smaller studio, which depending on what you're trying to record, should be more than perfect. And back through the miracle of modern science. Oh, man, I have the voice of a motherfucking angel, yo. I got, I got this golden ticket. Sorry. I, yeah, I, I, constant reassurance that I will never be able to do accents. <laughs> I don't even know what my accent is at this point. I'm not going to lie, I've completely forgotten everything I've said at this point. I got called away on my lunch break, no less to put out multiple fires and now I'm back but I'm back really just to try to wrap this up I I feel like I got I feel I performed the therapy for myself that I needed to I am inevitably going to listen to this back as I'm taking my dog out in probably about a half an hour I always say I might delete but I never do. I, I'm fairly shameless that way, or I just don't care. I'll live with the consequences. I haven't said anything that would necessarily get me in trouble, but who knows? Who knows what the fuck I'm saying? In any event, my goal is, A, to get through the next two weeks. <laughs> I want to get through my dinner with my aunt, I want to be able to enjoy myself with Michael next week. I want my song mixed and I want episode three done with a full read through. Can I get all of those things achieved over the next two weeks? I think I can. And you'll know if I succeeded either because the next episode after this will be the episode three run through, which get my Kleenex. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through it, Um, but we will. Yeah, we're going to get through it. Or it's just another fucking podcast episode, which tells you everything you need to know about about whether I failed or not. So hopefully you'll get read through of episode three next. um, And then after that, we'll do a podcast and we can talk about 
the read-through of episode three and all the other drama in my life and all the other exciting things, I really shouldn't medicate when I'm working. But it was it was an extenuating circumstance. I don't typically, but today was, even though a lull, was also where I just, my brain broke a little bit and I needed some separation. Oh my God, this is going to be under 25 minutes. I'm so proud of myself. All right, I'm going to let you go. I will hopefully talk to you in about two weeks or just follow me on Twitter or SoundCloud or Instagram, T-C-C-R-O-S-S-E-R-T-C-Crosser, signing off. Smell you later.